Welcome to Mission Matters, celebrating the people and initiatives that embody the Jesuit tradition of St. Louis University. Celebrating what matters in the 200-year-old mission that is SLU. Brought to you from the Office of Mission and Identity. There's a quote that's often attributed to Nelson Mandela. It goes like this. Our deepest fear is not that we are weak. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. This quote is often attributed to Nelson Mandela, but it's actually a quote from a book by a woman named Marianne Williamson, written in 1989. Apart from being offended that this inspiring quote is attributed to someone else, Marianne Williamson writes this. Several years ago, this paragraph began popping up everywhere, being attributed to Nelson Mandela's 1994 inaugural address. As honored as I would be, had President Mandela quoted my words. Indeed, he did not. I have no idea where that story came from, but I'm gratified that the paragraph has come to mean so much to so many people. Nelson Mandela is an admirable figure, to be sure. But indeed, so is the lesser-known Marian Williamson. Let us never be fooled to think that we must do great things in order to be great people. Sometimes doing our ordinary thing in very ordinary ways is what constitutes our very own greatness. So welcome back to Mission Matters, everyone. Um, the podcast out of the Office of Mission and Identity, where we are spotlighting all the ways and places and people where um, the SLU mission is alive and well, but sometimes hidden in plain sight. So I'm really happy today um, on our fourth, I believe this is our fourth podcast from working from home. So apologies up front for any of the audio blips that might be happening. But I'm happy to welcome today Grace Workman, who is a proud SLU grad from Parks College uh, in 2019, and Stephen Belt, the Assistant Professor for Aviation Science at Parks, who also um, is co-founder of Claver House, which is the topic of our conversation today. So welcome, Stephen and Grace. Thank you. And I'm going to just kind of throw a question out at you and let you run with it. So the question is, talk to us a little bit about what Claver House is, how you got involved, why you love it, and so run with that. Well, thanks for having us. I would say that Claver House started as an initiative that was largely born out of SLU students and SLU grads and SLU faculty and staff. It was established in 1999 as an intentional faith community uh, located in the Ville neighborhood, which is about 12 blocks north of campus on Sarah Street. Uh, and the, the idea of the house is to provide a space that is in solidarity uh, uh, with the community a uh, place where people can explore their faith, particularly as it, it relates to issues of social justice and community. Today, all these years later, we continue to be a, re a residential opportunity for 
people who would like to live in community, live in solidarity. And we also provide a number of, of activities that engage the neighborhood, including a summer camp, a science Saturdays program, and also a program called Operation Read and Feed, which balances opportunities to promote literacy as well as providing nutrition and other supplies for folks in the neighborhood in need. Uh, so that's that's a basic framework of what Claver House is. We do a million different things. Primarily what we try to do is be a place where people can bring their own aspirations, their own talents, their own sense of community or of faith and see how that connects with a broader context. So, for example, the aviation component, really, we, ha we have an aviation component. We have a simulator laboratory uh, where we bring neighborhood kids in and try to teach them different aspects of aerodynamics, history of aviation, how to fly an airplane, what the control surfaces are, in a way that's both fun and educational, but also connects to their academics, their, their schoolwork, right? And in that way, that's, that's how Grace got involved. Uh, Grace is a, a graduate of our flight science program, and she got involved so that, that we, could, we could help explore those activities with the neighborhood kids. So, Grace, you might want to talk a little bit about your experience at Claver House. I first started out counselor for the summer camp. I, I just enjoyed it so much that I really just wanted to see the program continue and see what could really become of it. And so I started volunteering regularly on, on Saturdays where they do the activities and we have, like Dr. Belt was saying, the flight simulators and everything. What I found was, was really great is we could come up with a plan of what we were going to teach we try to kind of find what we think audience would be able to understand and would also apply to their current coursework, you know. Usually, sometimes it would range. Sometimes we would get, you know, kindergartners all the way up till, you know, sixth or seventh grade. So sometimes it was a little bit of a challenge to find find a way to implement that so everybody could understand, you know, relate to it. But yeah, no, it was really exciting. We got to teach them the basics of flight. We got to do some basic physics. And it was just really rewarding because these kids would pick it up super fast. I mean, I don't think I even picked up some of the stuff they were learning in like my first year of schooling at parks. And it was just, it was really rewarding to just watch these kids every Saturday, just learn more and more about aviation and just the knowledge that they were soaking in. And it was just great. That is so awesome. As, as you were speaking, I thought, man, those kids must just love learning about how to fly airplanes and all the technicalities. They must love it. I mean, and also, I mean, you've got the effect of simulators. You've also got the motor skills. A lot of times to the kids, it kind of feels like a, like a video game or something. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's already engaging their interest because you've got the, you know, the motor aspect, then you're also engaging them with the science and the math. And it's just, it's just so wonderful watching them learn so much from this program, basically. One of the things I love about this particular aspect of the program is that it allows professionals and aspiring professionals in aviation to connect their professional aspirations and expertise to their sense of community, right? There's plenty of need to go around. Campus kitchens and programs 
such as that do provide a tremendous need. Uh, there's no question about it. But to try to, to go even further beyond that need into a community and look at ways that we can take what we, what we do professionally and share that. And maybe in some small way, it seems kind of audacious, but some small way, perhaps we're able to inspire, kind of ignite a spark, create an idea in a young person's head that wasn't there before, that maybe this is a possibility for them. And it's not just aviation. We do STEM, uh, all kinds of STEM activities. We have activities in biology and we have a garden, community garden that we work with pretty strongly. But we, and we also have a robotics program for engineers to get involved as well. But that notion of putting our professional abilities to service, to direct service really, really inspires me to continue the program. Absolutely. And how easily that fits into the Jesuit notion of finding God in all things. You know, the sense of it doesn't matter what field you're in or what discipline you're in, everything can contribute in some way or another to individuals' personal and spiritual development. That's right. And I I don't know how to get at this briefly, but if as a professional pilot, if the only thing Grace contributes to a, a neighborhood such as the Ville, is volunteer service that is of a sort that she's not professionally trained to do, then she's holding back some of her gifts. You know, it, it's actually a question of justice. If we don't share the things that were centrally, that are our core gifts, then are we sharing everything that we could? And that's hard. It's hard to imagine. It's easy for, it's easier, I should say, for people in public health or in law or in medicine to imagine how they can take their talents, their education, and put it to direct service. It's a challenge. You know, pilots fly airplanes, and people who get on airplanes tend to be people that have greater means. So when you're talking about aviation and poverty, you don't get very far apart, right? You can't can't get much further apart than those two realities. And so to figure out how to cross that, what has been termed the Del Mar divide in our case, in an intentional way, is a challenge. Yeah, Grace, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, I mean, I noticed that I never really felt that connected with St. Louis before I started working at Claver House. It was only really when I started volunteering with Claver House and like, you know, engaging with the community and stuff that I really... I became more aware of just what was inside of campus. You know, there, there's more to St. Louis than St. Louis University. And I mean, I know that sounds strange, but as a student, that's kind of where my mind was, you know, was classes and all this. And it was only until I started doing Claver House that I realized there's a, you know, there's more than just, just campus, you know, there's a whole community out there. And yeah, and so it just made me feel more a part of the city, more a part of St. Louis to go out and volunteer. And I also, I noticed, you know, after I started doing volunteering with Claver, I started volunteering, not just at Claver House, but I started getting involved with more projects like Wings of Hope. They have an annual plane watch, which is something great that they invite all students at SLU, you know, if they want to participate in that and all these other different things going on in St. Louis that, you know, I just never really paid attention to until 
I started working at Claver House. That's awesome. So I want to tie that into something. The notion that, um, you know, we bring our gifts or our passions or our talents to the table, and we're not quite sure how they might be used, but we hope and we believe that they're going to be used for somehow the common good. You know, I think right now when we look around the world and we see what's happening with the virus situation, and you see how aviation, how pilots, even commercial pilots are taking what they're able to provide and be the ones who transport the supplies or be the ones who offer um, the ability to move people or move, move supplies around. Sometimes when the government can't do it, people with the skills and the talents who aren't tied to politics step up. It comes back to a question of the simple things, right? What's what's really important? Uh, and to say that there are graces found everywhere, not to play on grace's name, but it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful illusion. You know, moments of grace within this pandemic in terms of, yeah, we're off campus. Our lives are completely upended. And there's a lot to wonder about. There's a lot to be worried about and a lot to be concerned about. But there's also an opportunity to reconnect with each other in ways that we don't do when we don't have the time, when we don't take the time. And so, you know, the the idea of kind of getting back to first principles and, and our core sounds kind of trite, but our core principles and what what really motivates us and how how we can, you know, that idea of together we are our stronger and, and better community. Definitely. So I might ask you now to speak a little bit about your relationship with Farragut Elementary, because I know that's been like another step with Flavor House, or maybe a, a, an additional piece. At this point, it's, it's more a step through aviation science, and there are, there are other programs around, around campus. Overground Railroad is also involved at Farragut as well. Uh, so we're not the only group, but I became acquainted with Farragut Elementary School through a monthly community organization meeting that happens in the Ville called the Ville Collaborative. And it was really through that monthly meeting that I got to know folks at Farragut and uh, was invited, long story short, we were invited to bring an aviation course into their Friday afternoon electives program, which they call Farragut University. And it's the same idea. They're, they wanted to offer experiences to their fourth and fifth grade, well, all of their classes. We work with fourth and fifth graders, but offer experiences that would open up open up possibilities. And, and again, that idea of putting ideas in the, the kids' heads about what might be, what's out there, what's what's possible. And so, possible. yeah, so we've, we've, we've taken flight simulators, that we were able to purchase through a grant from American Airlines into Farragut Elementary School. And, and for the last three years, we've offered a Friday afternoon elective that does similar kinds of things. We explore aviation concepts with, with the kids and apply them in the simulators and other, other activities. And Grace, are you involved in that as well? Yeah. When I was at SLU, I was involved in quite a bit. Another thing to not just that it's a great program for park students. I would really, really encourage doing that. If you're thinking of doing like CFI or flight instructing, I feel like it really gives you some just basic experience in teaching students and coming up with a, a plan of how you're going to teach them and 
it's a great tool for students who want to aspire to become teachers or anything like that. Because it's already in like a classroom setting. It's already basically teaching a fun lessons on the basics of flight. So it's a great tool for park students to just get some initial experience. And it's, it's a great way to help the community bring awareness to aviation. Awesome. How has your experience uh, with all of this, this organization in particular, Flavor House Farragut, but all of this additional to professional training, how has all of this helped you become the person that you think you've been created to be? You know, because honestly, that is what the mission of SLU is intended to do. It's intended to make men and women for others. So how has this helped attain that for you? Sure. Yeah. You know, we all have gifts that we can bring to the table. And I don't know if it's just every SLU student, but I mean, I know I've always felt the call to like serve and help a community or just, you know, anybody who needs a helping hand. So Claver House was something that dealt with my interest of aviation. And it's just a great program. You know, even afterwards, I still, as I've graduated now, and I still do volunteer work, and I still look out for opportunities in the community that I can help out with. Usually with my local church, they'll have different events that require volunteers and volunteer work. And I think mainly how it helped was just opening my eyes out to serving St. Louis region and the community. And I think even if I, I move from St. Louis, it's just really, there are ways I can serve, you know, other than doing my work and, you know, all that. It's, you know, outreaching to the community and helping out. I'm sorry, that wasn't very well worded. That was great. Thank you so much. Stephen, how about you? I come back to this notion of trying to bridge my professional life and my personal or my community or my faith life and trying to put those together and and make a more complete and integrated experience, not only for myself, but for the campus. If community service or service learning activities are, are activities that are primarily focused in certain buildings, then we're not there yet, right? We've got work to do. And so this this idea of grappling with these really aspirational goals, you know, the, the mission that, that we set forward for ourselves is pretty lofty. It requires imagination and probably requires a lot of failure, to be honest. And so to try to muster the courage to, to do things that are outside the box and haven't haven't been tried before. What's interesting is is once you kind of do it, it, it becomes obvious. It's like, well, that's that's obvious. Why did it take you lo- so long to figure it out? Well, right. Uh, we keep we keep struggling forward. So, and what's obvious in hindsight is never obvious in foresight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, any last words about either Flavor House or your experience or anything from either one of you? Well, you know, the Claver House right now, of course, has pretty severely reduced operations. Our summer camp has been canceled. Uh, we are still doing the food giveaways out of the Operation Read and Feed that I mentioned. We're looking forward to getting Science Saturdays and summer camp started again uh, as soon as it's safe to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next fall, hopefully, we're in a better place where we can put the word out and get not only aviation students, but students of all all different walks around campus sharing their talents. It's Claver House. 
Very good. So we will make sure to link the website and the, the link from the SLU website onto this podcast so that if people want more information, they know where to go and they can access that easily. Thank you. Well, Grace and Stephen, thank you so much for your time today. I know um, I always prefer to be able to do this in person, but uh, this is as good as we can get. And I think it worked out well. So thank you for being with us. And for everybody listening, uh, this is Sister Virginia with the Office of Mission and Identity, looking for ways SLU Mission is alive and well. So if you see it and you want to make a recommendation for someone who should be spotlighted in Mission Matters, give us a shout out here at JesuitMission at slu.edu. Thank you so much and take care, everybody. Thanks a lot. Amen.